Well, it's good to see everyone. I'm glad you're here tonight and uh, hope you're having a good week. The Lord sure did send down showers of blessings yesterday. I heard five inches in some areas and some I heard just over two, but I know I had to uh, drain the water out of the pool a little bit. It was about to overflow, but um, I'm grateful for the Lord's blessings and what a beautiful day today. Seems like the sky is just a little extra bluer today uh, than, than normal, but um, I'm grateful that the Lord is faithful and you know, even when we stray from him, we can always come back. He's faithful. So um, that's what this song, the message in this song reminds us about is, is how we can run to the Lord no matter how far we stray. And he's always faithful to receive us when we come back to him. Oh, heart of mine, why must you stray from one so fair? You run away, and one more time you have to pay the heaviness of needless shame. Oh, heart of mine, come back home. You've been too long. Out on your own And he's been there All along Watching for you down the road So come home running His arms are open wide His name is Jesus and he understands he is the answer you are looking for so come home running just as you are oh child of god so dearly loved and ransomed by the Savior's blood And called by name, daughter and son Wrapped in the robe of righteousness Come home running, his arms are open wide his name is Jesus, and he understands. He is the answer you are looking for. So come home running, just as you are. So come home running, his arms are open wide. His name is Jesus, and he, he understands. He is the answer you are looking for. So come home running, just as you are. So come home running, just as you are. I'm thankful for that great message and song, and it's a great reminder.
before us of how faithful the Lord is. And any time that we stray from God, it's not God's fault. You know, it's not that he has given up on us or, or has distanced himself from us. Now, there's times that God will test us, and it might seem like that, uh, that the Lord's nowhere near uh, some of those dry times spiritually. But uh, we can know tonight that, that God will never leave us and never forsake us. And, and yet when we forsake Him and we stray and wander away from God, we can always come back. And we have to come back at that point where we begin to wander away and come back on His terms, but He is faithful. And I love that picture of the prodigal son and how he's, he's running back to the Father and the Father is receiving Him with open arms and they're celebrating uh, the fact that, that, that the son has returned and, and uh, I think a lot of us have that testimony at times we stray from God but he'll always receive us and he's faithful and um, nobody understands like Jesus and he knows and we can call on him and so that's what I want to uh, begin tonight by reminding us and in, uh, just that encouraging word the faithfulness of God and he's, he's ready uh, as, as a child of God when we come back to the father he's always there to receive us so there's no need to stay away far from God. There's no need to, to stray and to maintain that distance. The best thing for us as believers is to get as close to God as we can get. And um, if, if, we, if we will do that, we'll enjoy peace and we'll enjoy uh, God's blessing and His strength in our life. But it's when we resist and we go our way and we, we seek our will instead of saying, Your will be done, that's when we have confusion and regret and despair in our life and God is distant and, and yet he's always there waiting to receive us when we come back and you know 1 John 1 9 is still true today that if we will confess our sin then he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness and what good news that that is and I'm, I'm so thankful for that we don't deserve that but I'm grateful for his grace and for his mercy his faithfulness and that he will receive us when we uh, when we seek him and, you know, maybe that might be where some of us are tonight. You know, maybe we are not as close to the Lord as we ought to be. And, and, and yet all we got to do is turn back to Him and, and trust Him and, and uh, confess. And He's faithful and He'll receive us. And so I just want to remind us about that tonight. And that's kind of, that's my praise report as we begin tonight. I want to give the Lord praise uh, for that glorious truth that He is faithful and, um, and he, is, he is there every time to receive us. And I just wonder, does anyone else have a... Word of praise on your heart that you'd like to share. It's always good to let the redeemed of the Lord say so, and it's always great to, to brag on the Lord. And it's an encouragement uh, to those of us that, that hear that testimony. So I want to give you an opportunity. It's always beginning prayer meeting on the right foot when we, when we start off by praising God and adoring His name. So I want to give you a chance. Anybody here tonight have a word of praise on your heart? important to to remember to say thank you Lord I was looking at that today I'm going to be sharing from 1st Thessalonians uh, 5 and verse 18 that it's God's will for us to give thanks and uh, of course we'll be uh, saying thank you to uh, Tracy she was our preschool assistant for over 15 years and we'll be saying thank you to her but that makes us you know we ought to we ought to be thankful and, and be willing to say thank you uh, to each other but more importantly to God and uh, so uh, we'll be saying more about Sunday uh, coming up but uh, 
just need to remember the blessings and, and, and where they come from. God is so good. He's, he's blessed us, and we can take so much for granted. Anybody else tonight? sometimes we deal with difficult relationships and, and and sometimes people will say I'm done you know and that means that person is, they're, they're through with them and they're going to walk away from them and that's and we understand you know uh, that somewhat you know as, as difficult as, as things can be but I'm glad God never says about me I'm done you know now there comes a point when he when the Lord reaches out and God tries to draw one to salvation and he reaches out and reaches. There comes a point where I think somebody crosses that line and uh, God's reached out to them for the last time. And that's why And there's, there's really no guarantee that after that first time he'll ever, you know, draw us to himself for salvation again. That's why it's important, you know, to respond. And today is the day of salvation. But once we're in and once we're saved, God will never, he'll, he'll never uh, forsake us. And, uh, you know, I would have given up on me a long time ago. But his arms are open wide. Thank you for reminding us about that Elaine and the love of God oh the deep love of God anybody else y'all heard from uh, Cole and Antonia that's great yeah hmm. well maybe they'll be out of the way before it gets here <laughs> Cancun. Hmm. We'll be in prayer for them then. That that storm heads their way. And, uh, glad that they're away on on their honeymoon, and uh, it's a great weekend. Uh, uh, the Lord's blessings, just like Miss Helen says, you know, God God blesses, and and uh, we certainly saw that this past weekend. How the Lord provides, and what God has joined together. And certainly God has, uh, has has been so good and uh, those of you that are that are watching online I'm I'm thankful that uh, that you have joined us and um, and I'm, I've got got it up here so if you have any any praise reports or any prayer requests wh whichever um, uh, I can see those comments and we welcome you and I'm glad that you're with us as well and uh, let's give the Lord praise tonight and um, and, and uh, let's begin by prayer Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can give you praise. We praise you, Lord. You're uh, indeed mighty and true and living and righteous and, and uh, just glorious above all that we could ask or think. Lord, in these bodies of flesh, we could never imagine how awesome and perfect and holy and righteous and, and true that you, that you are. But Lord, one day our faith will be turned aside, and what a day that's going to be. But until then, Lord, help us to look to you. It's so easy to get sidetracked and to allow the circumstances of this world and things that's going on around us to catch our attention. But help us, Lord, to keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. I shared that with someone um, earlier today about how when we look to Jesus and we fix our eyes, we look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Lord, you will never lead us astray. And we'll always uh, be blessed when we 
trust you and we seek you. And I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you that your word assures us, Lord, that, that uh, when we draw near to you, that you will draw near to us. And it's not that there's a, a good chance that you will, but your word says absolutely that you will. So help us, Lord, to draw closer to you. Lord, we're as close to you as we want to be. Change our will, Lord. Help us, dear God, to say your will be done, and, and even over ours. And we thank you, Lord, that we can know you for the personal walk that we have with you. And I just give you praise, Lord, the God of, of creation, the true and living God. Lord, we worship and we praise you. We thank you for the many blessings from your hands. And we just ask, God, that you continue to bless us here at Liberty First. Lord, help us, guide us, and we'll give you praise for all that you do in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, Ms. Bobbery has commented, let us count our many blessings. That, that's so true. And that, that song, that hymn, uh, Count Your Many Blessings, see what God has done. Um, that's a good thing to, to remind ourselves of the blessings of God and to reflect back about the faithfulness of God and the, the goodness of God. And, and, uh, and that'll, uh, if you're having a bad day and if you're even bitter about some things, just beginning to count those blessings uh, certainly makes a difference. And, and it keeps our perspective reminding us of, of how the Lord is, is so good. And I want us to look tonight in uh, in First John chapter one or chapter two, First John chapter two, and I want us to think about the blessing of abiding with Jesus. You know, when I when I say abiding with Jesus, that means remaining with Jesus. We'll talk about that uh, here in just a moment. But we it begins with saying yes to Jesus, and so um, in this chapter, if you look at verses fifteen through seventeen, uh, there's the you know, the challenge and the warning of not loving the world. You know, don't love the world. Uh, the things of the world will leave you empty and will leave you longing for more and it will never satisfy. Things of this world are just passing away and uh, they'll be burned up one day. The things of this world will not last. Um, so there's the, the warning about that in uh, in First John chapter 2, um, verses 15 through, through 17. If you look at verse uh, 15, uh, there's a command there. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in them. So there's a good, clear warning right there about loving the things of the world. You know, loving the attention and the, the popularity, the fame, and, and the, the things of this world. Um, you know, those things, they really don't even satisfy. It's, it's like a rat race. We, we continually try to you know, to be satisfied by these things, and they might provide a temporary satisfaction, but it wears out, it doesn't last, and ultimately, you know, the things of the world just fade and corrupt. Um, and, and, and John is, is bold as the Holy Spirit inspired him to write that if we love the things of the world, then we can't love the things of God. We, the love of the Father is not in us. So that's a, that's a strong warning right there. Um, you think about the children of Israel as they were on their journey. You know, they didn't put their tent pegs too tightly because it was time to move on as the Holy Spirit would guide them, as the Lord would guide them. And we have to understand that we're here in this world, we're just, we're just on a journey. Don't get too comfortable in this world because this world's not home. And uh, there's that warning there to not love the things of the world. But also there's the warning in verses 18 through 27 about saying no to Jesus. And, I mean, if you... Uh, there, there were those that... Um, in, in verses 18 through seven, seven or 18 through 27, that was uh, that was deceived, and um, and so um, John talks about in verse 18 about the antichrist that that's come. Even many antichrists will come, 
And then he talks about those that forsook or those that, that left the church in verse 19. They went out from us, but they were not of us. So that's a sign right there of unfaith. If they're not faithful, they don't remain with us, which is what we're talking about tonight, abiding with Jesus. And if they don't abide and if they, if they don't stay, then John says they, that's because they never were, uh, even though they were with us, they were not, they were not um, of us. And, um, and then uh, verse 20, but you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie is of the truth. So it's interesting here in First John, one of, the, one of the themes of First John is assurance of salvation. And if you were to skip to chapter 5, uh, John says, I write these things that you may know that you have eternal life. Not that you you know that you hope so or maybe so but that you know we can know that we uh, are saved and we have that assurance and um, and John says I write these things uh, not not because uh, you don't know the truth but because you know it and then in verse 22 who is a liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ he is Antichrist who denies the father and the son so there's that warning in this passage and there were those that were once a part of the church, but they left. And John says that they were really never really part of it. They were with them, but they weren't, they weren't of them. And, and, and a true child of God is, is going to abide and is going to be faithful and is going to remain. You know, sometimes, um, you know, there are those that, that are just unstable. They're in and they're, they're, they're out, they're up, they're down. You know, they're led by feelings and then they ultimately... They, they just kind of fizzle out and fade. And, and, um, and, and a true child of God that knows the truth, that knows the Lord, is going to abide. And that's the key word tonight, abiding with Jesus. And, of course, Jesus talked about abiding. He says, I'm the vine and you are the branches. And the only way that, that the branches can provide fruit is, is if we're connected. You know, the, the branch is, is connected to the vine. It's impossible. You know, you see some of these... Uh, tree limbs that fell out from this storm yesterday they're withering away and dying and there's no way that they can produce any fruit because they're not attached and so uh, believers abide in Christ and as we abide in Christ then we're going to bear fruit and, um, and, and so we're going to be connected we're going we're to abide um, but then we get to uh, and I'm sorry uh, Brian and, and uh, Cindy I shared a whole lot more verses than what I shared with you that I, that I told you I was going to share but but here's what I'm trying to get to is uh, 1 John chapter 2 verse 24 therefore and, and that's the reason I went over all the previous verses was because of the word therefore which takes us back uh, the, the warning not to love the world and the warnings about saying no to Jesus and uh, the fact that we uh, who know the Lord who say yes to Jesus we know the truth and, and so we abide with him verse 24 let that abide in you which you heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you will also, or you also will abide in the Son and in the Father. So there's a word that's repeated. I think it's three times in, in, in verse 24. What's that word? Do you see that repeated word? Abide. That's it. Uh, so, so we abide. We abide in in what we have heard from the beginning. I mean, it abides in us. Talking about um, keeping our hearts 
and, and it, true to the message of salvation. Well, what's the message of salvation? Well, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And we, we believe, we said yes to Jesus. We know the truth. And it's not that we say yes to Jesus and that's it. We just go on our merry way and, and, and live our life and, and uh, don't rely on the Lord. And, and uh, we don't pray. We just do our own thing. That's not how it works. And anybody that does that, they're not abiding. And, if, and there's a warning about not abiding because if you're, if you're not abiding, um, then, uh, then, then you don't know the truth. And if you don't know the truth, then, um, then, then John says that, um, that, that you're not going to remain. And if you don't remain, then you are never really you know, of, of the faith. So, um, so a, a true, genuine believer is going to abide. We'll keep in our hearts the message of salvation. That's what John is really saying here in the first part of verse 24. Let that abide in you. Or let it remain. That's what that word abide really means is remain. Let it stay in you. Keep in your hearts the message of salvation. The message that you've heard even from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning remains in you, then you will remain in the Son and the Father. And then John, and, and really when he says you'll remain, he's talking about forever. Really that's exactly what, uh, what this verse is saying. You'll, you'll stay and you'll remain forever and I don't know about you but I'm thankful that I have everlasting life you know it's just not good for for a certain while and then you know like a like a coke bottle that has an expiration date or a milk carton that has an expiration date on it mine and your salvation does not have an expiration date on it and, and I'm, I'm thankful for that it is forever we keep in our hearts the message of salvation so what I'm trying to say tonight is that it's a real blessing to abide in Jesus. We abide, we remain with Jesus. We, you know, as we, we sang earlier, sometimes we stray. Uh, but a true believer is going to come back. And, and we'll abide, we'll remain in Him. And so, um, in this chapter, um, we're talking about abiding in, in the truth. And those that don't abide, really, John says, didn't know the Father. But those that that know the Father, obviously there was a time, you know, if you're a Christian tonight, and, and you're a, a child of God, you've been adopted into the family of God, there was a time when you said yes to Jesus. Of course, we see the dangers of saying no that John talks about, but he says, I write to you because you know the truth. In other words, you said yes to Jesus, the message of salvation. So John says, keep that in your heart. Don't ever get over what, what uh, Jesus has done for you, and you've said yes to Jesus and you're going to abide and remain with him. Those that know Jesus won't run from him, but they will run to him. And again, there's that wonderful picture of the savior with open arms to ready to receive us when we run to him. Uh, those that know Jesus, we're not going to run from him, stray away from him. We're going to run to him. And and we will look forward to the day when he comes again and and it seems like here lately with our Sunday school focusing on the gospel of Matthew and then um, when we recently come through our, our summer series in the gospel of Mark, uh, we, we dealt with this, the second coming or the, the end times. And, um, and as we think about that, we should look forward to that. We shouldn't want to run and hide when Jesus comes again or when that trumpet sounds and we know that that's the end. I mean, we, we should look forward to that. Why? Because we abide in Christ. We know the Lord. And we understand this world is not our home. We don't love the things of the world. But we're abiding 
in Christ. And we look forward to when Jesus comes again. I love this. Uh, Dr. Adrian Rogers once shared that when he was a little boy, he said his dad was in the Coast Guard. And he said that they lived in West Palm Beach, Florida. And um, he was stationed in Hope Sound, Florida. He said that his dad drove a Model A Ford. And Hope Sound was about 40 miles from his house. So you kind of get how long it would take him to get back home. And before he would go off, du off to duty, he said that he would tell his brother and him that there was some yard work to be done or there were some chores that they needed to do. He said that they knew that when their dad came home, we, um, we had to report. So obviously, he gives them you know, some chores that they need to do. And when, it, when they knew when their dad got home, he was going to, a lot of times when we get home, you know, our, our kids have different chores that they do. And let's say the, the, the sink is still full of dishes. Well, somebody has to answer for that. They got to give a report, you know, what's happening, what's going on here. And um, one, our, our new assistant preschool teacher, Brandy Burns, was talking about her daughter. Um, and uh, she said that, that she got, that she was asking her, have, you know, have you done your chores? And she said, well, mom, we're on virtual this week. And, and, and really they didn't get instructions until yesterday. So she couldn't really use that excuse. But isn't it something um, how a lot of times that, there was, that there'll be excuses um, uh, about avoiding chores or, or, uh, or why those chores aren't done. But uh, Dr. Rogers says that when his dad came home that they would have to give a report um, about those, you know, about those chores. He said that when uh, his dad came home, uh, he had to confess uh, he wasn't always diligent about doing everything that his father told him to do. Uh, sometimes, he says, I, I, I wasn't, and sometimes I was. You know, there were times that he did. And I'm sure we all have memories. We could share about our times back at home, you know, and when, our, when we would have different things that we were supposed to do, chores or, or whatever, clean our room or take the trash out or vacuum or clean the bathroom or wash the dishes or take the trash, whatever it is. Uh, we can all probably remember that. Times that, that we were diligent and times that we, that we weren't. But if you knew anything, and, and I don't know anything about a Model A, any, any of y'all seen a Model A or know about a Model A, um, he says that they have a peculiar sound. Um, you can hear that sound, he says, about a block away. And uh, Dr. Rogers says that they'd be out playing baseball or whatever, and, um, and they would hear that sound. They would hear him coming. He says, if I had done what my dad told me to do when I'd hear the Model A Ford coming, I'd just take off running and jump on the running board of that car, and he'd reach out or reach into the window, and he would hug his dad and maybe kiss his dad, and it was a joy to see him. But then there were times when he'd heard that Model A Ford coming, and he said, I'd rather go the other way, you know, and he would not run to him, but he would run from him. And the question is why? Well, he said, because I had not been abiding. I had not been obeying. I had not been doing what my dad told me to do. And so with that in mind, when Jesus comes, I pray that we will not want to avoid or run from him, but we will want to run to him, that we'll meet him with joy. And the way to do that is to abide with him, to remain with him, stay close to him, to pray, you know, to open the word. And I, I shared in an email that I sent out to the church today, that there, and I preached this Sunday, 
There, there's no substitutes for God's Word. If I'm going to abide in Christ and remain in Christ as I should, then I can't do it with a closed Bible. And there's no substitutes. And I actually, there was a misprint in that email. And, of course, word check, spell check didn't catch it because it was the, it was the, the word was not misspelled, but it was just the wrong word. And, um, and I put in there that um, there's no substitute for God's word, no substitute for prayer. Even listening to Christian music, Christian songs throughout the day. Now, that's a good thing, but that don't substitute for time in the inspired, inerrant, infallible word of God. I think I put that, that, that can, uh, but, but it can't uh, because it's not, in, it's not the word of God. And um, there's no substitutes for God's word and reading his word and, uh, and abiding in Christ and, and, um, and, and not just reading it, but heeding the word and uh, applying it to our life by faith and trusting. Even when it hurts, when God's word cuts as a two-edged sword both ways, it gets to the very core of who we are and it might make us uncomfortable. You know, the best thing we can do is say yes to the Lord and just abide and remain and, and, and stick close to the Lord. And if I'm not close to the Lord, I can say, well, I'm, I'm busy or I've got so much going on. Um, but there's no excuse, you know. Um, I, I need to abide and remain with Him. And if I do that, then, uh, then I'm going to have joy, even at the very thought of the trumpet sounding. As we think about that right now, if the trumpet were to sound right now, would we be ashamed? You know, are we abiding with the Lord like we ought to? And, and as we think about that, I pray that we'll take whatever steps we need to take, you know, to get some things out or add some things to our life that, so that when the trumpet sounds and when Jesus comes again, that, that we would, instead of fearing and wanting to run from him, but we'd want to run to him. So the question I have tonight is, how does your life show that you are preparing for Jesus' return? You know, we have the Great Commission and we have the Word of God that, that we need to, you know, align our life to it the, the word of God is the standard by which we live each and every day and, and there's commands in the word of God and, 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 and then prayer you know we're, we're only as strong as our prayer life as much as we talk to God and, and those spiritual disciplines in our life and a lot of times uh, we overlook meditation meditation is a spiritual discipline it's, it's taking the word of God taking a verse and, and we're, we're just thinking about it and dwelling on it throughout the day and just asking God, Lord, speak to me through your word. Lord, show me something. And we're just open to God and, and, and meditation. And then fasting is another one. You know, that's a private matter between us and God, but there's times that we just say, Lord, I'm, you know, I'm hungry for you and for your word more than my physical hunger. And, and so those are spiritual disciplines and, and those are ways that we abide and stay close to the Lord. If I'm not in the Word and I'm not praying like I should, then I'm not going to abide in Him. But those that abide in Christ, we have the, the wonderful joy in, uh, in, in this passage in verse 24. We will abide in the Son and the Father. And again, that, that speaks of forever. We abide with Him forever. And He will abide with us forever. There's uh, Kevin and Alicia Dover out there walking. I need to open the door and say, Y'all come on in. <laughs> um, but uh, I guess it's not good to have the windows open, is it? <laughs> but, um, but anyway, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let Alicia know I called them out during prayer meeting tonight. Um, but, uh, but anyway, um, so, you know, how does our life show that we're preparing for Jesus' return? That's a question I'd like for us to consider tonight. 
Also, if Jesus were to return today, would we be more likely to run to him or run from him? That's something to, to consider tonight. Also, consider right now how you might further prepare for Jesus' return. You know, I can't, I can't tell you how the specifics of how you can prepare for Jesus' return, but the Holy Spirit sure can because he knows you better than you know yourself. And it's really between you and God anyway. Lord, how can I better prepare myself for your return? The fact of the matter is he's coming again. And I pray that, that, that we'll abide with him and stay close to him and that that would be a joy. That's why the Apostle Paul, when he talked about the rapture, he says, you know, wherefore comfort one another. It ought to be a comfort. It ought to be a joy when we think about uh, Jesus coming again. And then when you think about focusing on Christ and staying close to Christ, there's no comparison to that as compared to the things of the world. The things of the world just doesn't satisfy like Jesus satisfies. So I, I encourage us tonight, let's take whatever steps we need to take to prepare uh, for when Jesus comes again. And if we will abide in, in the things that we had heard from the beginning, the message of salvation, we, we keep that in our hearts. Uh, and if, if we've heard from the beginning uh, abides in us, we will also abide in the Son and in the Father forever. The Apostle John reminds us. So are there any, any thoughts or um, uh, any, any comments or uh, questions about, about this passage of Scripture or uh, thoughts about abiding in Jesus? Maybe there's, a, there's something, an illustration or something that's always stuck with you about, about abiding in Christ. Any thoughts or comments about that? Is it possible for us to, uh, you know, if we're truly saved, uh, to get detached from the Lord? Or, you know, to, uh, we think about the vine and the branches, and, you know, is, is it possible for a Christian to not be a branch to the vine? Uh, I mean, we're, you know, the, the picture is, is that we're a, that he's the vine and we're the branches and as a part of the uh, of the vine we're going to we're going to bear fruit we're going to stay close to the Lord and so that's that's my prayer is that we'll abide with him and remain and stay with him when we don't understand when difficulties come or when we're on the mountaintop and all times in between that we'll stay close to the Lord stay close and um, that that we will allow many feelings in our hearts with and I'm talking about being filled with the Holy Spirit. Get junk out and let's let the Holy Spirit of God fill us and that we'll stay close and remain in Him. Well, let's look tonight at our, at our prayer request. Um, I do want to um, remind you that, um, that we have baptism Sunday. So um, uh, rejoice in that. So thankful for uh, baptism when we talk about new life in Christ and uh, Everett's going to be baptized, and then his dad will have deacon ordination for, for Gabe. And I know they're going to have uh, family here, and um, it'll be a, a special day for them. And it'll be a special day for us. Uh, what a great day uh, this Sunday. And, and uh, we'll be preaching from Acts chapter 6 about the importance of, of, um, of humble leadership in, in the church. And so we'll be looking at uh, when the first deacons were, were called. And uh, so I'm excited about that. And 
praying the Lord will use that and use the testimony of Gabe and also his son um, uh, uh, Everett. <laughs> I just want to call him Ezekiel for some reason. Because um, I, I preach, I guess, because I preached from Ezekiel last Sunday. My mind, it's amazing sometimes the things that, you know, um, get me sidetracked. But uh, but anyway, looking forward to Sunday, praying for a great day, and then um, and then Sunday night, as I already mentioned, we'll be um, we'll be say we'll be having a, an appreciation uh, emphasis for Tracy. Tracy will be here with us, and and I know some preschool former preschoolers and families will be here with us, and also we're going to have a uh, a fellowship down in the fellowship hall. And um, and there's a sign-up sheet. If you hadn't checked it, I just remind you uh, to check it tonight or this coming Sunday morning um, about the things that we need. And, and uh, you can sign up for, like, sandwiches and chips and things like that. There's some items back there. And so um, be sure to check that out and uh, looking forward and praying for a great day uh, this Sunday and looking forward to, to Sunday school as well. And um, we have our Follow Jesus uh, guides that have been emailed out and they're available and so I pray that we'll use those as devotions as we look to this coming Sunday pray for for God to do uh, do a great work this coming Sunday um, also um, if you'll please uh, remember that um, that we have our and we hadn't said a lot about this just yet but we have our uh, Liberty Ministerial Association, our area fall revival coming up. Uh, evangelist uh, Tom Tucker is going to be with us, and he'll be with us in the morning service on September 12th. Uh, he'll be with us here. I'm excited about having uh, Tom with us, and um, looking for he was with us a couple of years ago when we had had our last area uh, revival, and um, and then we'll be rotating throughout the week, and we'll be sharing about that um, as well. But uh, looking forward to that, praying for our, our fall revival coming up September the 12th uh, through the 15th. And, um, and then also I uh, want to share with our men that on the uh, August 30th we had planned our men's night and it just, uh, just wasn't, wasn't working out for us. And, and, um, and I, I was talking to Jamie and of course he was, he was going to haul his, his big smoker uh, from Traveler's Rest uh, to here and, and um, you know, just a lot, of, a lot of things right now going on. So we're, we're we're kind of postponing or we're canceling that and, and then maybe we can have Jamie come again with uh, with some combined uh, you know men's night from other churches and and um, I'm telling you he that, that smoker those ribs I, I had them before and, and that's why I wanted him to come uh, and and we'll, we'll do that we'll, we'll try to set another date for that um, in October we're setting a, a date for our men's night and maybe some of the uh, the reason for the low um, numbers was because it was a Monday night so we'll you know we'll uh, we'll learn from that and maybe try to do it on a Saturday night that might be better for everybody and uh, and we're we're going to be planning it I don't know if we'll do a chili, a chili cook-off or, or or what we're going to be doing but it might even be a low country bowl um, but we'll we'll make plans for uh, for October um, September we'll be having our fall revival so we'll look in October for our men's night so I do uh, want to share that and um, and so also uh, tonight if um, if you'll please uh, continue to remember um, those on our on our prayer list, several several names. Um, please remember those that have upcoming procedures and and appointments. Want to remember them. Uh, I know Jennifer Porter's dad uh, has been having eye problems, and she's asked us to pray for Wayne Dickard. He's he's listed on our 
uh, on our prayer list there. Also, Vicki Chapel has asked us to pray for her mom, uh, Jessie Smith, and Jessie is uh, listed on our prayer list. She's, she's one of our shut-ins, so if you'll please remember uh, Miss uh, Jessie Smith, and, um, and then uh, continue to pray for George Jackson as well. I know, I know Bobbery is, I know they're watching, and continue to remember them in prayer. Um, it was good to see Mr. Dorsey at the wedding Saturday. Is he, is he still doing okay? All right, that's Dina's dad, and uh, so thankful for that. Um, Brian, how's Mr. Dismukes? How's your dad? round of, of chemo treatments and um, so I, I know that 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 drains you and wears you out and so we, we pray for for your dad we'll be lifting up um, your dad in prayer tonight as well and um, I saw Rebecca Wilson had some good news and and um, I'm grateful for that uh, also continue to pray for Patty Gwynn um, we have any updates on how she's doing okay let's continue to remember her as we pray and uh, also Bob and Kathy Collins this is uh, Stoney's parents continue to remember them pray for their health and, and um, just remember them tonight um, I need to check with Pam Evett to see how her mom is doing I don't know if any of y'all have any updates but we, we've been praying for Pam's mom and, and uh, continue to, to okay all right, so um, so Pam's mother's doing okay, but but she's asked us to pray for her sister. So let's remember uh, Pam's sister as we pray. Also, um, let's remember those that's lost loved ones. Want to pray for them tonight. Uh, pray for Mary Carty and Frank Kolb, and also Sheila Galbraith, Patsy Morris. These are these are our shut-ins, and of course, uh, Vicky's asked us to pray for um, for her mom, Jesse Smith. And then uh, Ruth Traber. I talked with Ruth this week, and and um, and she loves her church. And she says I think about y'all every Wednesday and Sunday. And and I, I told her that we we mention her and, and and pray for for her on Wednesday nights. And um, also remember Evelyn Beeson over at uh, the Harmony at Five Forks in Simpsonville, and of course Joe Hunter at Dominion at Patrick Square in Clemson, and EJ and Molly Washington over at Easley Place. We'll continue to remember them, and then Gene Watson as well over at Brookdale Central remember those and, and uh, also um, let's pray for for our country and um, I know this time last week um, Elaine we had uh, added to our prayer list the Delta variant of, of COVID and we've seen the numbers rise and of course our our school district right now is is, is on virtual um, and and the plan I, I believe is to go back on Monday but I know there's a lot of concerns and I know there's people with COVID and and um, and so let's let's please remember those that are battling this and pray for God's uh, mercy and uh, that God would put a hedge protection about our church as well our church family and uh, so let's let's remember this tonight as we pray and um, any other request prayer request or, or updates that you'd like to share tonight that's on Friday we're praying with you Elaine she has a CAT scan on Friday and uh, we'll 
Okay. Thank you for reminding us, uh, Miss Helen, about uh, Jane Pratt, and um, we'll be. She, yeah. And I, and it, and there, for the longest time she would watch online, and I, I don't know if that's been the case, but um, uh, but we'll we'll certainly be in prayer for for Jane Pratt. We love Jane, and I know she loves her church, loves the Lord, and we'll try to try to check on her uh, this week as well. Thank you for reminding us about that. Pray for Miss Jane. Yeah, and, and, and also her daughter. I, I can contact Lisa as well. She's real good. And usually Lisa is good to give us updates if anything, any concerns or anything, but I, you know, I need to, we'll find out this week. And uh, so. Right. name's Cagle. Okay. Carly, yeah. Yeah, Carly's, that's right. Veda, okay. Veda Cagle. Cool. Two-month-old, uh, newborn, RSV, and also a stomach virus. Just a, just a difficult uh, thing for, for little Veda to have to deal with. I know it's tough on the family as well, and We'll, we'll keep getting those updates, but we certainly want to pray uh, for little Veda tonight. Any others tonight? All right, well, uh, again, I'm, I'm looking forward to this coming Sunday and baptism and deacon ordination. and It'll be good to have some preschool families with us Sunday night and just praying for a great day, looking forward. Until then, I pray that we'll prepare our hearts and ask God to, to speak and move. Pray we'll have visitors here with us as well and uh, that the Lord will be glorified. So um, as we pray tonight, I'm going to ask uh, Chris, if you would, would you pray and then I'll close this after you pray. Thank you. privilege and an honor to call on your name and we thank you for our church and we know Lord that um, that you established the church and you love the church and you died for the church and it certainly is a, a privilege Lord to be a part of the family of God and to be redeemed uh, to be set free from our sin and to be right with you through the Lord Jesus Christ and Lord I pray that we'll stay as close to you as we can there's things in this world that that catches our eye and sometimes causes us to stray and wonder but, Lord, I pray that we'll come back to you. Lord, you're there with open arms. And what a sad picture of you standing there with open arms, but those that, that aren't willing to come back and, and that continues to remain distant from you. So, Lord, help us, God, to stay as close to you as we can. Lord, to read your word. And, Lord, to discipline ourselves spiritually. 
training in righteousness, Lord, with an open word and, um, and to pray and to, to seek you and, and, to, and to just stay close to you and to abide with you. And, and Lord, that we'd be ready when you come again. And Lord, we pray tonight for these names, Lord, that's been mentioned. We pray for Jane Pratt right now, God, that whatever is, is going on with her, Lord, that you'll be merciful and encourage her and help her, Lord. And uh, we pray for um, Elaine as well as she has this CAT scan coming up on Friday. Lord, I, I pray for those answers, Lord, that she has shared. God, that you'll give the doctors the wisdom that they need and, and to, to provide the answers, Lord, that, that's needed, Lord, to, uh, to help her. And, and um, I thank you for the wisdom, Lord, that you have. And, Lord, that you'll use these doctors, Lord. And most of all, we pray for your healing touch, Lord. And we pray for little uh, Veda Cagle. And we pray for, uh, for Carly and, and for their family and that you will just help them, Lord, to sense your presence. And we pray that you will touch Veda, Lord, and help her to recover and get her strength, dear Lord, and just be with this family. Lord, for those that are battling COVID, uh, those that are on respirators right now, and, and uh, these, these family members, Lord, that are... Uh, that are, that are going through these difficult times. I pray for your mercy and for your healing touch. And again, Lord, uh, we pray for uh, mercy. Uh, we pray, Lord, for a hedge protection about our church family. Lord, keep us safe, we pray, and, and uh, free from this virus, dear Lord. And, and we pray for this Sunday, Lord, as we baptize and as we have deacon ordination and, and uh, having preschool families with us this Sunday night. I pray for great things, Lord, this Sunday. Prepare our hearts. We pray for visitors, God, and we pray that uh, that souls will be saved, and, and God, that we'll draw closer to you, Lord, that it'll be a great day. And um, we just thank you, Lord, uh, for your faithfulness to us. And help us, Lord Jesus. Help, help Liberty First Baptist Church, Lord, to be a lighthouse in this community. Lord, bless us, and we just give you praise for all that you do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us tonight, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. And looking forward uh, to this coming Sunday.